Light that spark fire nation, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1822 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week, and it is time, Fire Nation, to accomplish your number one goal, so visit thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Reed Harvey. Reed, are you prepared to ignite? Let's do it. Let's ignite this. Reed is an online entrepreneur, author, musician, and host of the business and lifestyle podcast, The Reed Harvey Show, where he interviews successful innovators, artists, and entrepreneurs. Reed, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. No, I mean, pretty much you got it. Um, my passion is just to interview amazing people just like yourself and really just get to know why they're so good at what they do. And I mean, yeah, I've pretty much just been a creator and I mean, I've tried to be an innovator and I just love a lifestyle of freedom and doing what you want to do and really not caring what other people think. So, Ree, what would you say your area of expertise is? I would have to say that my area of expertise is really that podcast. Uh, conversation ability to be able to draw someone out and really get down deep into what makes them tick and what makes them so good at what they're doing. I get a chance to talk to, I mean, venture capitalists and best-selling authors and other musicians and developers, all these people that have this wealth of knowledge that just just blows my mind. And I get so excited when I get to just really try to get that knowledge and really share it with with my audience. And uh, yeah, I, I just love it. So Reed, what's something that we don't know about your area of expertise that as entrepreneurs, we probably should? You know what? I w- I'm going to have to pull from one of the interviews that I had. And it was actually the first interview I ever did with this amazing guy called, uh, his name's Tyler Moore. And he he is like the king of affiliate marketing. And he told me one time, never tell anyone your plans. And I thought that was so good because I think as entrepreneurs, sometimes we get so excited about these new ideas and we want to just tell everyone that we see. And, and sometimes, and most of the time, you know, we're not talking to fellow entrepreneurs and, and you get this like critical feedback and you have this little baby of an idea and all of a sudden they do exactly the opposite of what your show does. Instead of lighting the fire, they completely just dump as much water as they can on that fire. And then sometimes you're filled up with, with self doubt. So, you know, I loved what Tyler said. He said, you know, I would never tell anyone what I was doing because everyone would say you can't do it, but rather I would tell them, well, this is what I'm going to do. And then they'd say, well, you can't do that. And he'd say, well, I actually already did. And this is the result. So I always love that. I love that piece of advice that I've shared a couple of times recently, which is advice can sometimes be like mushrooms. If you eat the wrong one, then you might get poisoned. And the reality is, Fire Nation, everybody's going to have an opinion when you share your idea or your thoughts or your plan or your strategy. And you know, not always is going to be good. And, you know, that's why you need to find people who are currently where you need to be. Those are mentors. Those are the right mentors. You can follow their guidance because they, again, are where you want to be. And you can ignore all the other, you know, advice and opinions that are coming at you from people who, frankly, aren't where you want to be. So why would you listen to somebody who is not currently living or experiencing the life that you want to live? And that's exactly why sometimes 
just keep things to yourselves or be very specific and strategic with who you share those plans with. Now, Reed, let's talk, brother, about your journey as an entrepreneur and specifically the worst moment that you've ever experienced. So take us to that moment. Tell us that story. So really, it's the moments before becoming an entrepreneur that I really have to say, you know, were my worst moments in time. And it all came down to just fear of man. Um, You know, I remember when I was like 20 years old, I just moved back from New York City back to my small little town in Washington at the time. And I I needed just a, a job and I was afraid to be an entrepreneur and I, I got a job at Starbucks. It wasn't a professional job. I just needed something to keep me afloat. But I get this job and I'm afraid to quit. And I'm afraid to quit because I think people are going to say, oh, he's a flake. He goes from job to job to job. But the reality is no one cares what you do. <laughs> like n- no one cares. You can go do what you want to do and not care about what anyone else thinks. It, it really just doesn't matter. And I mean, I would go to that job and I would have sheer anxiety because I sucked at making coffee. <laughs> I, I'd never even hardly learned the recipes and I was afraid to go pursue my dreams. I mean, and and once I did, then it's just like, I mean, once you realize that no, everyone's busy with their own life. They, they don't care if, you know, what what you decide to do. Once you take control and go out and pursue what you want to do, I mean, then you're able to just have a, a mental freedom and then eventually you'll have financial freedom. So there's a quote that I love and I'll butcher it a little bit, but it's something like at 20, we care what everybody thinks about us. At 40, we don't care what anybody thinks about us. But then at 60, we realize that nobody's been thinking about us in the first place. And it's just kind of that (laughs) process, Fire Nation, that we as entrepreneurs have to go through. Like we just think that we walk into this room, you know, we have this image that all eyes turn to us and like, oh my God, everybody's looking at me, everybody's thinking about me, everybody's talking. No, people are thinking the same thing about you. They're like, oh my God, that person's thinking about me. They're looking at me. They're talking, no. And you know, that's just one of those things where when I was young, like I was so terrified to go on the dance floor. It was just like, oh my God, like everybody's (laughs) going to be judging me. And then I realized, no, like everybody's like scared to go on the dance floor themselves because they think the same thing. So just break out of it, get on that dance floor, have some fun. And then guess what? Look around and other people are going to be having some fun as well. So think about that, Fire Nation. Stop caring so much about what you think other people are thinking about you because frankly, they're probably not. Now, Reed, besides the obvious, What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Here's the deal. You're the only one who lives with your decisions. And that's something that we need to realize is that you can't make life choices for someone else. Um, Just because your parents want you to do it or just because uh, your social class wants you to do it, you're the only one that wakes up day after day after day And lives out those decisions. And so really make a plan and go for it and and you'll be fine. Reed, let's talk about another story. This is going to be one of the great ideas that you've had in your life. One of your aha moments, which you've had a few of. So take us to one of those great ideas. Take us to the moment you had that aha moment. Tell us that story. So when I was younger... I'm talking early teens and stuff. I had an older sister and she was 
amazing at starting conversations with anyone. I mean, we could be on a plane, we could be in a hot tub, we could be wherever. And and I mean, she was young and and she was able to create these amazing deep conversations and get people to open up, just these random people. And I was shy and awkward and just, I had no idea. Like you walk up to somebody and what do you talk about? And so one time I remember we, we were on a family trip, we were in Australia and I asked her, how the heck do you talk to everyone? How, how do you do that? And she pretty much said, you just need to ask people about themselves. You need to take a personal interest and just be curious and ask people questions and, and learn from them. And once I took that and applied it, my life seriously changed. And it's all about just being curious about every person that you meet. There's something that you can learn from. Reed, let me put you on the spot here. Give me a specific example of a time that you did just that. That's what I want. I want a story. I want a moment in time. Break that down. (laughs) I mean, if you really want a... Oh, I really do. Life changing. I mean, I hope this is applicable because it was it was a moment in my youth. So it's 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 the shift between being a really insecure person to becoming um, a, a fairly, you know, happy, confident person. And I remember I was always a little bit of a jerk in 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 school. Okay, I mean, I wasn't that bad, but I wasn't the nicest kid. And I learned how to be nice and I, I, I came up to a, a student and I just said, instead of, you know, making fun of him or, you know, teasing or just being this really petty stuff, I said, hey, how's it going? And, and he kind of looked at me and, and it was, I remember it was the first time that I was specifically nice to someone. And, um, and I remember from that day on, I told myself, you're always going to be kind to every person you meet. You are going to take an interest in them and you're not going to talk about yourself. And once I did that, my life completely changed. And I, you know, earlier, you know, I always wanted to be liked by people and stuff like that. And, and I would do that in insecure, awkward ways. And that's not the way to be liked. And once I changed and I just said, you're never going to tease someone. You're always going to be kind to someone um, and you're always going to talk about them and you're always going to be genuine and actually want to learn from that person. Once I did that, I mean, anytime I was in the hot tub or at a coffee shop, wherever, you make these connections with these people and you don't know who you're talking to and all of a sudden, you know, I mean, uh, a few nights ago I was in uh, my pool and I stumbled upon a day trader that had all these brilliant, um, you know, stock ideas and things like that. And I was really able to, to connect with them. And that's the life changing moment right there is just shifting from all this insecurity nonsense to really caring about people and being kind and setting principles that say, I'm never, ever going to be mean to someone ever. It, it's not in me. Fire Nation, give yourself a challenge. Go throughout the day and just see how you interact with people. See how you interact with you know, somebody that's giving you coffee at a coffee shop. See how you interact with somebody at a checkout line, you know, with a waiter, um, you know, with you know, a bank teller. Like all these different situations you're going through in life, 
like actually be present, be live, like really see how am I interacting with this person? Like, am I bringing positive energy? Am I bringing negative energy? Am I being like quietly condescending? I mean, you know, am I bringing some of this bad energy to this conversation or am I bringing good, good times to this conversation? And, you know, ask yourself when you walk away, did I just make that person's day a little better? Not necessarily even by saying something nice or anything, but, you know, just by having a good, solid interaction. So, you know, that's just one thing to think about. It's a challenge I want to give to you. And Reed, what are you today excited about? What fires you up right now? You know, what What fires me up is the the progress that this podcast has made. I'm being able to interview some of my heroes. I mean, next week, uh, Sam Jones off of uh, off camera with Sam Jones, who to me is an amazing interviewer, um, is going to be on the show. And just what I can learn and the audience can learn from these these amazing people that I mean, some, they come from all different backgrounds. I mean, I mean, we even had one time um, the first lady to climbed. Uh, Mount Everest, both sides of that. I mean, and asking her about, you know, what what makes you afraid, and just and just talking about these deep conversations that just are inspiring and educational, and you get wrapped up in the conversation. That's what makes me excited. Just connecting with amazing people and really creating that bond. Fire Nation, Reed's been dropping value bombs thus far, and we're not done yet. We have the lightning round coming up as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Question, Fire Nation. What do Maine and California have in common? Students from these states and many others are studying entrepreneurship at Oklahoma State University. Here's the deal. The Oklahoma State Master's in Entrepreneurship Program is offered both on the Stillwater campus and fully online. It's a 33-credit hour program that can be completed in just 18 months, and it's ideal for someone who wants to increase their career mobility or start their own business. Students also get to compete in national business plan competitions and one team won $160,000 in prize money this year. Plus, their Masters in Entrepreneurship program has been named the most affordable online Masters in Entrepreneurship program in the country by AffordableColleges.com. To learn more about the award-winning Oklahoma State University's Masters in Entrepreneurship program, text the word more info. that's all one word, to 77453. That's more info, all one word, to 77453. Just because you own an online business doesn't mean in-person meetings are a thing of the past. Face-to-face communication is important, and that's why DaVinci offers over 5,000 affordable meeting rooms available to you in over 30 countries. All you have to do is search, book, and meet. They also help out with the logistics. Your DaVinci meeting room comes fully staffed and equipped with all the latest tech and high-speed internet. So whether you need an office for the day, a conference room to meet with a potential client, or a training space to hold your next work, Workshop, Da Vinci is here for you. Best of all, Da Vinci Meeting Room started just $10 an hour. No wonder entrepreneurs, startups, and Fortune 500 companies use them. Book your space now at davincimeeting.com slash fire. And the first hour is on them. That's davincimeeting.com slash fire. And your first hour is free. Terms and conditions apply. For details, see davincimeeting.com slash fire. Where are you holding your next meeting, Fire Nation? Reed, are you ready to rock? 
the lightning rounds? Yes, sir. Let's do it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? The fear of losing a paycheck. Love the quote that says, a salary is the bribe they give you to give up on your dreams. So true. Ouch, that is harsh in a good way. And I also love that (laughs) phrase that good is the enemy of great. I mean, Fire Nation, a lot of you Mm. listening right now, life is good. You're good right now. Guess what? You're really good. But question, are you great? Are things great right now? And and that really good, that cozy, that comfortable, that might be holding you back. And Reed, what's the best advice you've ever received? So my dad was an entrepreneur all his life, and he would tell me, always find a specialty or a niche. And he would say, every time Kmart has a sale on shovels, a hundred more landscapers go into business. So he said, one... <laughs> specialize in something because they usually get paid more and two, because there's usually less competition. So for him, instead of going into landscaping, he went into irrigation and then sold that business. And instead of going into general construction, he then went into concrete cutting and did that for over 20 years. Fire Nation niche down and then niche down again. And then, uh uh-oh, wait for it, niche down till it hurts because that's where we get that (laughs) initial momentum. So What would you say a personal habit that you have, Reed, is that contributes to your success? You know, I would say every time I read an article or I hear an interview with anyone that I think is an amazing person, I want to connect with them. I want them to be part of my my inner circle. I remember just the other day, I, I, I was able to listen to the happiness podcast, uh, with Dr. Puff. And I said, this is amazing. This guy is so great. And I immediately got in contact with him. And a few weeks later he was on the show. So <laughs> I, w- I would say just anytime you see somebody a great, try your best to meet them and connect with them and collaborate with them. Recommend one internet resource. Quora.com. That, it, to me, is the new Google. You can request any answer from a lot of specialists in almost any field that you can think of, but be careful because, you know, you never know who you're getting advice <laughs> from, but most of the time, it's, it's pretty solid. Recommend one book and share why. How to Win Friends and Influence Others. That's the name of my game right there. It will teach you how to be a hero or teach you how to be a villain. So, you know, with uh, great power comes great responsibility. So don't become a psychopath, please, with that book, but become genuine and take it with a grain of salt. I'm actually listening to the audiobook right now of Dale Carnegie's Life, which is fascinating. Oh. Fire Nation, highly recommend it. You probably already read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, or listen to the audiobook. But if you haven't listened to the Dale Carnegie biography, just Google it, you'll find it. And by the way, if you're not already on Audible, you can get it for free at eofirebook.com. And read. let's end today on fire, brother, with you giving us a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I love the quote that says, the crisis of today is the joke of tomorrow by H.G. Wells. So whatever problem or struggle you're going through, just remember it's probably going to make an awesome podcast interview one of these days. <laughs> and what's the best way to connect with you? Uh, I love Twitter. I'm at Reed Harvey Show. And just look up the podcast, the, uh, the Reed Harvey Show. It's on iTunes, Stitcher, and Overcast. 
Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with RH and JLD today, so keep (laughs) up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type read in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. They're even better than reads. I checked timestamps, links galore, and again, check out the Reed Harvey show and uh, read Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we will catch you on the flip side. Sounds good, John. Thanks so much. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Reed today. And you should check out, you really should, our free podcasting course so that you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Ready to study entrepreneurship? Check out the Oklahoma State Masters in Entrepreneurship program. To learn more about their award-winning program, text the word MORE INFO. That's all one word to 77453. That's MORE INFO, all one word to 77453.